Good afternoon. Welcome to Why Is This A Thing? It is the October Spooktacular. Told you guys pre-show, not feeling it today. Mm. Something's not right. I've not reached equilibrium. Mm. Kind of on, um, got the sea legs right now. I'm all wobbly inside. Don't know what's <laughs> happening. Did you get one of those fentanyl Skittles? <laughs> Might have been it. Is that what happened? <laughs> oh, those darn fentanyl Skittles. Check your kids' uh, candy this Halloween, folks. Yeah, Ooh. check, yeah, for razor blades or whatever they put in there. What'd you have for food? Did the McDonald's people slip you something bad? No, I had Chick-fil-A this afternoon. Chick-fil-A. Normally, like, the, the pretty good quality uh, control over there. Mm, those, you know? those damn Christians. I, yeah, I tried everything. What did they do to you? I yeah, know, just... Does it does it taste better knowing that they hate the gays? Declaring holy war. Does that, <laughs> does that make it your chicken taste better, Nico? Yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it did taste extra homophobic today now that you mention it. Uh, yeah, kind of strange you put cock in your mouth and they don't support gay people. Yeah, but, you know. That's a good yeah, point. kind of all about that. Interesting yeah, point now really that you just mentioned it. Kind of yeah. strange. Yeah, I don't, don't know what it is. I tried, have, I tried having candy before, tried getting some more sugar in me. I'm not really sure what's happening. I'm kind mm. of like anxious. I don't know. Ah. I'm tired and weird and. Early onset mm. diabetes. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. Your organs I, are finally failing. That's right. The liver is going, baby. After years of saltines, your body has given up. It's finally catching up to me. Uh, maybe you're just getting older, man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't like this feeling, though. I was thinking about today how, like, Nico's entire life can be summed up by the inevitable crawling of time. Yeah, that's mm. true. And how much. No, like, but, like, I've, I was thinking about it. Even to the point of, like, your childhood interests. Mm. Like, you have always wanted to consume only the greatest things out there. That's true, yeah. Because I think somewhere deep down, you're like, I don't have enough time (laughs) for Spongebob. I need to watch The Godfather. Uh, You know what I mean? It's a good point. point. It's an excellent point. It's so worrying, my friend. (laughs) How did you arrive on Vanilla Sky, then? Uh, I mean, listen, uh, Cameron Crowe, one of our great auteurs, got to make sure to get his mm-hmm. whole filmography under mm. my belt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I kind of started at like the, if, if it's a hundred yard dash, I kind of started at the 50 yard line, you know? Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> I think that's a good point, Nick. Like, yeah, my interests, I kind of, you know, I might not make it to my senior years. I might as well get good at shuffleboard now. Yeah, the thing is, the, the reason... How did he get to Vanilla Sky? You asked. Uh, yes, and I'll tell you. I would love because to know. now he's doing what he does with sports gambling, which is he's trying to get ahead of the curve. So mm. he knows what the greats were. He's trying to predict the next great before it happens. The mm. problem is Nico's horrible at gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. He's very bad, <laughs> and that's how it happens. <laughs> Now Nick gets a front row seat because he's kind of into football now, so he'll be texting me during a Thursday night game, and he'll just, you know, see what I got going on on the old bet slip there, and, uh... The other day, you sent me me that screenshot of your bets, and it was all Greek. (laughs) It was, like, parlay on the 10-yard line, minus three. I'm like, like, what the fuck does any of this shit mean? I have no clue. Dude, it was like a CVS receipt. (laughs) <laughs> like one of those never sure. ending <laughs> started curling in on itself this on seems the monitor. Oddly specific. <laughs> My phone was bending into the third dimension. <laughs> like yeah, there was a lot of stuff on there. 
Uh, oh my god! No, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure I'll get through today. You'll I just gotta get yeah. through this podcast. I'm not really in a podcasting mood, but we'll get there. Is it because it's yeah. Friday? Maybe that has something. To Maybe do. that's why yeah, I'm not yeah, used this, to doing the Friday shows. I'm used a, to hitting the town mm, on a Friday night. You know, true. I'm, I'm a, very, a wheeler and dealer, as you all know. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I like to paint the town red on my Friday nights. Not hang out with you fools. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Oh, come on. Uh, wow. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm yeah, going to curl up in a ball and watch Andor or something. <laughs> yeah. Adam mentioned McDonald's briefly. I wanted to know how you guys land on the adult Happy Meal. I didn't, I, I totally forgot about this. Uh, Abby actually was the one that alerted me to this. Yes. Um, she alerted you? Yeah. She She's like, hey, it's finally it's here. And I said, Abby, I mean, I've been ordering this meal for the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault that it took him this long to put a name on it. You know? I don't get it, McDonald's. I'm still sad. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't it working? <laughs> this, the adult sad meal. Can you tell me what cactus plant flea market is, though? What? That's what the name of the meal is. I don't know what it is. Huh? What the what fuck did you just words? say? C- cactus plant flea market. It's called the cactus plant flea market meal. That's uh, that they named it that at McDonald's. I see the commercials and it's like, come get the cactus plant flea market meal. And all of the McDonald's mascots are drawn like they came out of a nuclear blast site. That might. Yo, what is it's like this? Grimace oh has God. like four eyes. What? Like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that might be one of the worst names. Cactus ever- plant flea market. I, I, I if Yeah, it feels like it's it's Mad Libs. Yeah. I want you to look at this sweater they're selling. Huh? <laughs> I this know is this is a, like a visual this has gotta bit. Gotta be a joke. What the? I'm fuck gonna is do that? my best to read this sweater for go, you. Go um, first off, it has a smiley face on the left hand side that has four four eyes, two sets of eyes, and it says "seeing double mmm mmm yum McDonald's. What? Dude, I gotta buy some of this merch. I don't know what the fuck this is. Yo, here's one. If I just go to cactusplantfleamarket.com. What the fuck are you talking about? And you'll get like the. There's a McDonald's merch page. It's like Grimace with four eyes. All are welcome at McDonald's. Uh, here's another one of the bones of a. Is that a fish? Oh, no. Is that a spoon? That's a spoon. There's one, it's a picture of a burger with four eyeballs on it, and it just says all beef. How about this one? Moist towelette. It's a Why do they have four eyeballs? Wait, you can buy the Hamburglar costume for $120. Dude, I need that hoodie, though, that you just described. What? what <laughs> it's what $150. What is this? Why is this so expensive? I came, I saw, I dipped. So is it's it must be like a fashion line, right? Yes, it cactus, must be. Lucky me, I see ghosts. What the? It, for a thousand dollars? Yeah, it's an artist-owned brand and creative outlet selling overpriced Chinese labor clothing, <laughs> <laughs> according to Google. <laughs> this uh, is great, dude. Dude, this is the racket. Why are we doing podcasts for? <laughs> I mean, why can't we make ugly, like, gaudy clothing and just sell it for 200 bucks a pop? There are times where I feel like I could make more money selling toenail clippings than oh my God. Mm, what the shit we, I'm doing. What are we it's, doing it, here? It's a wild world on the internet. We're in the wrong business, my guys. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this clothing is its hideous. It, 
But it sells, it's I guess. Really fucking ugly. I mean, kind of fucking baller, but also hideous. It's, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was pretty terrible. It's got some drip, though. You you would wear this? <laughs> I I've might. never understood why anybody wears clothing that has a brand name on it. I don't get it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you're talking to a guy, though, that only shops at the clearance rack at Marshall's, so I can't really, like, relate, but I don't know. Trends are... It's what people do. People live for trends. It's, it's a you're thing. paying for the luxury of being a billboard. It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, I, I I remember when I was in high school. Well, Nick, you remember how I dressed in high school? Um, <laughs> Everything I, you Nike. Know, yeah, I was I was talking to my my little cousin, and I guess like there's some brand of sneaker that like everybody at school wears, and he's the only one that doesn't have a pair of them, and he had to spend like whatever three hundred dollars for this pair of sneakers. Jesus and he's like fourteen, and like I, I I talk to my little cousins now. It's like they're they're literally living in a different world than we lived in. I mean, it's really insane. Um, but yeah, they had to buy these expensive sneakers, so he was the only one. And I and I just I told him I'm like. What you don't realize is being the only guy without them is what makes you fucking cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's just just keeping up with the Joneses here. It's like everybody's just trying to buy. Everybody's wearing Yeezys, so everybody's got to buy a pair of five hundred dollar Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? Not after this week. I don't think the Yeezys are <laughs> really popular right now. It's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, it took me a long time. I don't think I started wearing jeans until, I don't know, eighth grade. What were you wearing He's before just, that? Just like, nothing, man. Like Free balling. Like, 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 I don't know, like cargo pants and shit like that. I looked like an Oh, idiot. were you one of those cargo pants guys? I was Always one. wearing cargo pants? Yeah. Like you got a million things in your pockets? <laughs> what the so, fuck yeah. do you have in your pockets? <laughs> I was like, you're an architect it was, in the seventh grade. <laughs> it wasn't because... It was Jesus Christ. This is my bubblegum pocket. This is my paperclip pocket. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't because I. I, I think it's because I just found jeans uncomfortable. I don't know. I, mm. I had tried them on. I just didn't like the way they felt. And then it, when high school hit, I was like, Yeah, I look like a loser. Mm. I look like a total so, okay, loser. So, but it it clicked in at some point to you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. looked around and you're like, Wait a minute. Yeah, this, one of these things going. is not like the others. <laughs> And it was one of those things where it's like I was willing to compromise on that, right. and it really did change things. I was like, "Why are people talking to I'm... me? <laughs> Why are people treating me like Jeffrey Dahmer? This is very. This well, is I don't very know what you scary. got in those pockets, man. That's true. <laughs> See, it's, that moment never happened. For me. <laughs> Oh, where you realized there was something wrong? Yeah, yeah. that didn't happen. I just kept kind of going like I was going. <laughs> and I hoped that it would work itself out. And now I'm here with you guys on a Friday night. Uh, <laughs> and look, he's got his cargo shorts on. <laughs> no, his Levi's t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I mean, I just not. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway. Um... What are we talking about today? Oh, it's the Spooktacular. Yes. We do have to settle the uh, Steve Jobs. Yes. yes. Yes, we do. So let's take a look at the results of that. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I have it pulled up right here. Okay. Uh, so I guess in third place, 
Um, bringing up the rear with uh, a team of Stephen King. Oh, who we'll be talking about today? Apropos, mm. yeah. Uh, mm. Steph Curry, Steve Irwin, Steve Carell, and Stephen Brody Stevens. Uh, Nick, third place finish for you, my friend. At least I didn't come in fourth. That's, That's true. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there was yeah, there was some late momentum coming in John Blood's direction, but unfortunately, it was too little, too late. Uh, he almost overtook me. If I'm honest with you, he did. Yeah, yeah. Came awfully close. Uh, breathing down my neck, John. Yeah, it's close. Uh, I like the whole idea of write-in candidates, though. Feel free to yeah, contribute more. Please. If you think you can do better than us. It's a great idea. I almost wonder if we can have, like, everybody... I mean, this would be a pain in the ass to set up, but, like, have everybody power rank all of the Steves. <laughs> and we get, like, points. Jeez, for how correct we are. Oh. Like, with the consensus, you know? Oh, that's a good idea. So uh, we, like, set up, like, a Google form with ranked choice voting. Yeah, how, like like a tier list. The, no, like everybody ranks all the Steves from one to however many there are. Oh, you like oh, select oh, your top rank. ten. Yeah, we oh. don't know what their ranks are, and we pick our team and see who picked the best team according to based on that. Yeah, okay, but that would be hard to set up, man. That we would be, be a lot of up, yeah. user participation, listener participation. It's true. That's not bad though. I like that idea. I do. I do. We're doing this idea. We're doing it. I came in second here. Steve Buscemi, Steve Martin, Stevie Wonder, Steve O, and Steven Seagal. Not enough to get the job done. Seems like this Seagal pick hurt me. I um, would agree. Which is unfortunate that you guys don't recognize the <laughs> cinematic genius of Steven Seagal. That guy is is a pile of mush. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, what is he lately? Is he still doing like karate and shit? I don't know. Is he still like a black belt with or whatever it is? He's a taekwondo. I think he's a drunk. I feel like no. <laughs> he <laughs> reminds me of like a human version of an ashtray. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> well, I mean, he has a purpose. It's just <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He has a <laughs> Put out your cigarettes on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Adam, congrats. Steven Spielberg, Steve McQueen, Steven Wright, Stevie Nicks, and Steven Sondheim. That was enough to get it done. Congrats. Steve. I know, I know. Steve. Another, Another second place finish for me. Now, it's a double whammy second place finish for you. You know why? Why is that? Because now Nick and I are tied for first and you're second. By definition. Uh, wait, is that true? Yeah. We have we have <clears throat> each have six wins now. And so that means, yeah, we're tied for first place. Nico. Adam, it's almost like we planned this off air. Ha ha ha. That's right. We t- Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> we totally did. Sabotaging Nico's self-esteem. No. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. <Not> hard. <laughs> You're number two. You're number two. <laughs> All right. Let's not do that for a while. Uh, <laughs> spectacular. Oh, yeah. Oh, man we're on to one of the spookiest men alive we're talking about one of the masters of horror yeah 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 last week we did rob zombie one of the icons of the genre really uh and so here's good. here's another one man it's stephen king it's just the, the bread and butter man getting back to basics have you ever read a stephen king book i have not no i never have either <laughs> yeah i actually have not either <laughs> that's crazy wow wow not a single one of us well i mean like, do I have to? Like, I feel like I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you should read just one in your lifetime. At least I one. would like to know. Yeah. 
the difference between a Stephen King novel and a Goosebumps novel. I would like to know what that (laughs) difference is. Sure. Because I don't. (laughs) I could not tell you. And that's sad. Shots fired, dude. Wow. (laughs) Shots fired. No, I'm not even even trying to insult him. I'm saying I genuinely don't know the difference because I've never read either. I don't know. You're fascinated by the question. I mean. I get those wires crossed in my head. Well, to, to Stephen King's credit, I don't think R.L. Stein would ever think about writing uh, The Body mm. or The Shawshank Redemption or Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption, mm. as it's as it's referred to. Mm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. More mature stories. Or even Misery, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like fucking Pet Cemetery. Yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. I, again, I get it. I feel like, I, and maybe, I don't know. Like, there are, listen, he still publishes, like, a novel a year, and there are still, you know, devotees of his that read them. <laughs> In the words of George R.R. R. Martin, how do you write your book so fucking fast? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, there are- Cocaine and ghostwriters, yeah. that's how. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. There are stories- I, I, think he's off the, I think he's off drugs now. I think so, too. Yeah. Is he off the ghostwriters, though? I, I think he got on the ghostwriters when he got off the drugs. Oh, ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There are stories, even with this movie, I was reading some of the behind the scenes stuff and, um, you know, you'll sit down with Stephen King and it'll be like, Hey man, how do you write so fast? And he goes, give me a word. And you'll say a word and he'll write 30 pages on the word. You know, it's just like, that's how his mind works. He's just able to regurgitate stories from his subconscious. And, yeah, it's, that's that's the thing to me about writing that I just don't understand. I don't know how you have the ability to just directly translate the thing that's inside your head and get it onto the page. It's tough. You know, I have like such a hard time understanding the language in the head and and actually making sense of it. But like guys like David Lynch or whatever, like they have this ability to through meditation and mindfulness just that they it, it's just one in the same. The storytelling mechanism and the creative mechanism are the same animal, you know? Yeah. And that's what King is, it seems like. King can just think of something and it's pure creativity right onto yeah. the page. Like one of those, remember like in, in elementary school where they would have you write an essay and then when your mind couldn't think of the next word, you just kept writing the same word over and over and over again? Like Stephen King could do that exercise without repeating any words, <laughs> you know? And, and I just don't get it. I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah, maybe that's why like a lot of his films translate so well to filmmaking, because as a film, most filmmakers have to have a aspect of that or a level of that, that type of like, like sprawling creativity to a degree. And I guess when he puts all that creativity into a book, it's a little more edited and and, like toned back, not in something like it, of course, but uh, some of his work. Yeah, Um, it is amazing how cinematic all of his work is for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, he. There is I, I I hate using this comparison, but I've always felt the same way about someone like Shakespeare. How it's like his stories. I understand why they're adapted so often into movies, just because there's a a bigness to everything about them. Well, in Shakespeare's case, like that's that's the Dead Sea Scrolls of yeah storytelling. Of storytelling right? yeah, that's it's a little bit different. I, it's yeah. it's kind of like you know chicken or the egg situation sure, sure, with sure, Shakespeare. Sure, yeah. But yeah, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It's yes for some reason his voice just always translates into cinema so well. I, I don't, and I, I don't get it. Like, it, you know, it, there's just something that the concepts, I think they pitch well. It's oh not yeah. So much that they play yeah. well on the screen. Cause some of his movies don't mm-hmm. just, they frankly don't work. And some of his later work in particular doesn't really work, but they play really well in a room where it's like, it's a car that kills. 
Here's $10 million. Go make it. But there's a fascinating quality to that. And that like, it's like you would think he should only be pigeonholed as the guy whose movies, whose movies are turned or books are turned into horror films and horror films only. But like, I would argue his best adaptation is not a horror. Some of his best are not the Mm -hmm. horror movies. Yeah. Many of them. Yeah. Which is excellent. Uh, And even on the topic of cars that kill people, there is an adaptation of one of his his novellas about a killer car. Sure. That's a great movie. Yeah. I just think that's a great movie. I love that movie. I know some people don't love it, but I think it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's weird. I don't. don't... Carrie is an incredible coming of age story. That's also a horror movie. Mm -hmm. That's his. That's the first Stephen King adaptation. It is. Yeah. (laughs) I always forget that. But, Uh, you know, The Shining is a great like family dynamic horror movie, you know, locked in locked in a log cabin kind of claustrophobic winter thing. And then, like, um, the green, even the fact that that's a king. Yeah, you know? I mean, but like prison movies, he knows how to work in that genre yeah. really well. Like, yeah, it, it's it, yeah. I, I mean, for a guy that's that creative, he he does know how to color inside the lines really well. And mm-hmm. I mean that as a compliment. I don't mean that as an insult. No. Um, it, it, they all sort of fit into what you would traditionally describe as movie genres. You know, I really can't think of a movie of his that bends the genre too much. You know, like there are most of his movies fit pretty elegantly, like Stand By Me, Coming of Age. Um, uh, you know, it is a is a traditional uh, horror film, uh, um, uh, like a, a slasher horror film. Sure. Um, you know, like there's there's not many where it's like maybe Green Mile to a certain extent. It's fantasy, but also prison. But even that kind of plays like a pretty standard prison movie. Um, I can't really think of one, you know, because I was going to, you know, the one of the weirder ones is Running Man, but mm-hmm. that's also just a sci-fi film, yeah. like a dystopian sci-fi film. Dystopian sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. And action like Schwarzenegger yeah. 80s action. Right. Yeah. 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 No, there's not. There's not many. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean it as a total compliment. Um, I But I'll be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure King has ever been one of my guys. I'm, I'm not sure he's always sort of... Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You've expressed a lot of resentment towards some, some yeah. movie adaptation that I, I really love, and you're just like, fuck that. Yeah, no, thank you. There's some that just do not work for me at all. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, Nick, what do, you, what do you think about the guy? I mean, I haven't seen a whole time. I have really mixed feelings. Right? Some of the movies you just mentioned, like, Car- I love Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, I notoriously don't like the shining yeah everybody gets really mad. i actually upset michaela's co-workers last night at the bar when i mentioned that i don't like the shining that's that's it's a it's a tough take i, I it's, it's a tough one i i need to watch it in a setting where i'm actually watching it not like at a halloween party while everybody's drunk and screaming so yeah, i don't know you, if that'll uh help perhaps but i agree with that uh i don't know i feel i feel kind of mixed on the guy in a lot of ways that's fair hmm there's but, a dourness to his movies that I don't really dig. There's definitely everything you were saying about like him just like spewing creative ideas though is certainly something that is indisputable mm-hmm. with the guy. It's it's something to be admired. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. For sure. I didn't know he directed though. Well, Neither did he. Yes. And for all <laughs> intents and purposes, Nick, he does not direct. Right. Which I think yeah, I think that's where this discussion is gonna veer to next. Right. If I had to guess. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so let's tell the story of this movie. It's yes. called Maximum Overdrive. It's based on a short story called Trucks. <laughs> oh, I could have guessed. <laughs> from his, uh, I believe that the, the compilation is Night Shift. It's one of the short stories in that uh, collection. Um, 
Dino De Laurentiis bought the rights to a number of Stephen King movies, and God bless Dino De Laurentiis for making all those wacky producer decisions. Yeah, he. I mean, <laughs> who rolls a dice on a movie like this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. King is at the at the top of his game at this point. You know, like uh, Shining and Carrie had already come out, and um, you know, uh, uh, Dead Zone was a, a few years before this and did pretty well for De Laurentiis. Is um, this post Creep Show? I. I I think so, yes. Okay. I think it, yes. I want to say it is too. I think it's post Creep Show. So he's, I mean, he's at the top of the world and you really couldn't go wrong by. Uh, one, one of the stories I, I read in an oral history of this movie is is that he had just met his wife, Martha, Dilo De Laurentiis, uh, who would be soon become his, his wife, Martha. And um, he fell in love and essentially decided she was a, a movie producer at the time or, or a um, aspiring film producer. And he essentially bought the rights to a bunch of Stephen King adaptations as a gift to her because he wanted like her to have a leg up in the game essentially. And there was no safer bet in Hollywood than buying a bunch of Stephen King adaptations. Uh, So it's kind of like a love story. That's cute. I like a sweet thing. (laughs) Now, again, now I want to see the the romance film about the making of maximum overdrive. (laughs) Oh my God. There's behind the scenes stuff. So uh, this movie uh, gets made, and Stephen King was says to De Laurentiis, he's like, "Hey, can I direct this?" And Dino was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, do it, whatever you want, whatever, uh, whatever." <laughs> Dino, not really a creative type. I mean, that's notoriously like, uh, you know, very tight with the checkbook. Wants yeah. to make sure everything comes in under budget. Really an efficient producer and kind of invented the title of executive producer for all intents and purposes okay yeah that's true not a real uh, friend of the creatives but at simultaneously is interested in weird ideas yeah just the fact that he was interested in dune at all is right. fascinating let alone attaching david lynch to do dune yeah it's just again he's just worried about the bottom line here i think one of his quotes is if if you're gonna make a buck why not make more than a buck <laughs> that's dealing okay. around this when there's wow. one, there's two. I he was quite a, he was quite a character. I mean, we should really what the do like a fuck. <laughs> I love that. Actually. We should do a De Laurentiis pod at some point. He was like an Italian film producer whose father was like a spaghetti maker. <laughs> like he's like the not mo- spaghetti western, right? You mean no? Spaghetti. I mean spaghetti, spaghetti. Like the, the <laughs> pasta. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the most Italian fucking thing. And he came overseas. Like You would hear these stories of him just talking to, you know, some of the great directors and writers and actors of our time. And just no one can understand his thick accent. And I tried to talk to Dino, but it was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> he kept oh, talking about spaghetti. He, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about spaghetti. I kept telling him I want ravioli. Get off your fucking telephone. <laughs> So his whole thing was like, you know, why are we filming in Los Angeles? Like, you got to, it's like a union state. I got to pay all these union people. Let's build, a like, headquarters in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And they bought, like, they they bought, like, this property and they built a whole studio. And that's where this movie was shot in a lot of other De Laurentiis movies. But, of course, like, they're shipping in, like, Italian cinematographers or whatever. Oh, is that where the Evil Dead 2 thing comes in? Yes. Ah, okay, right, okay, right. okay, I see. So they're, they're filming because they, they don't want to pay, like, union people. So they just have a bunch of amateurs and locals running the show. And then you got fucking Stephen King running things and he's never directed before. <laughs> and he's also coked out of his mind on the set of this movie. Yeah, yep. Like, he's on so much cocaine. Kane. and <laughs> yeah there's a whole fucking thing i guess de Laurentiis uh 
like it, it, Stephen King wanted to cast Springsteen in the lead. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen? Right. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, the one Springsteen of there the, is. Of like, the E Street Band. I just yes. wanted to make sure. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Some other kind of Springsteen I was unaware of. No, Josh Springsteen. Jo- oh, okay. <laughs> you know Josh. Bob Springs- <laughs> Springsteen. The boss. Elmer Springsteen. <laughs> the boss, Adam. Okay. The boss. <laughs> so, what the fuck? King wanted to cast him, and Dino's like, Springsteen who? <laughs> Who's this Springsteen fellow? I'm not, I'm not fucking casting this Springsteen guy. I'm just going to cast Martin Sheen's son, because he like knew Martin Sheen from previous movies. So I'm just going to get Martin's son to do it. And... So I'm sure he didn't even know Emilio Estevez's name at the time. He just knew it was Martin's son. So he brought on <laughs> Emilio to work for cheaper because, again, he doesn't know who the boss is. And he's like... The, he's Cincinnati not, native, by the way. Mm, yeah. Emilio Estevez, yes. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Not, not the boss. I, I, that, no, not the boss. Okay. No, I was, I was Emilio, say, he lives, he's that my would, neighbor. That would kind of contradict <laughs> a lot of his, he's his music. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly he was from Ohio. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I thought he was from somewhere else. Don't remember where. Uh, So he's like, what was I talking about? So he's like, no, I'm not going to cast. I'm not going to cast Springsteen. And Stephen King's like, well, fuck this, man. If I can't cast, if I can't direct Bruce Springsteen in my movie, I'm not even going to try anymore. So (laughs) what's the point? What's the point? If I can't get the boss. And so he checked out and just there's how all these that have been. Why is Bruce Springsteen was in the lead? How would that even make sense? Like, why is that what the deal of... breaker with him? There's all these stories of like by lunchtime, Stephen King was like on his tenth beer, and there were all these like <laughs> oh my god, they would like race around the set on like golf carts that they would like do all day. <laughs> he would just with the cast, oh they my would just god. race around on oh, golf carts. That's great. So, wow. uh. Yeah, that's that's oh, that's funny. That is the kind of thing um, that happens when Dino Dino De Laurentiis is your producer, and uh, yeah, Stephen King is in charge of the asylum. All those inmates running the asylum there in Wilmington. And all those elements mixed together to make maximum overdrive. Yeah, what do y'all think of the movie? W- horrible title. Let's start. With that. <laughs> <laughs> is it a horrible? Maybe it is a horrible. It's, I like it's, the title. I think it's, it's better than it's, trucks. It's a lot better than trucks. I, 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 I uh, it gives me like a heavy metal vibe. Like, like you know, I expect a movie like heavy metal. <laughs> that's not what this is. Well, uh, there's uh, no, that's not what this is. I think a, a better title would have been. Sure, there's ACDC <laughs> music in it, which is another weird cocktail. But um, yeah, it was. And Stephen King's just like that's my favorite band. So I'm gonna just put their music. In We're just gonna put ACDC in there, right? Much like Toto. That must have been really expensive. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they did this for the movie. Now, obviously, like, uh, yeah, like you, you shook me all Wait, night he long. He wanted to cast Springsteen, but he wanted all ACDC music. It's quite confusing. <laughs> Wait a minute. I see. <laughs> Lest I remind you, he was coked out of his mind. That was the direct quote, Nick. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I I thought I thought the movie was fun, but it's like <laughs> at the same time like one of the most moronic movies I've ever seen. I think if you remove three things, 
the movie is literally twice as good. Okay, what what's that? And they're the smallest things. It's no, not joking at all. You remove the title card, you remove <laughs> the ending card, and you remove the one time they make reference to the comet in the movie. You just get rid of the comet. The comet stuff does not work. Like, what is that get, about? Just what? get rid of the comet, and the movie is literally twice as good. I love how we're two weeks in a row, and we're doing a movie that, like, they're... There are stakes in this movie, but there are less stakes than you think. Right. <laughs> less stakes than there should be. Yeah. Considering all of the machines on planet Earth have decided to go on a murder spree. But I'm thinking like like climb a tree right. <laughs> and you're good. Just like wait a while. Like like go into the woods where there are like absolutely no machines whatsoever. Well, also the fact that like everybody, including the audience, knows that they only need to survive eight days and you're good. Like, <laughs> like I think there's a good idea here. I think if you set this in a city and have like the main the leads trying to escape or something, or the group of people, whomever, uh, because I I actually kind of like the idea. Like, you know, it's you're surrounded by machines and little or small, and it they, they can all kind of kill you, and it's. It could be scarier than you think because you don't realize like how pervasive like mach- machinery is. Like right when you think you're safe, you forgot about the light bulbs or something. You right. thought you forgot about the wires on your computer or, or the stuff in the vents, all that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. And then maybe you have like a, a like a creepy little horror idea where you're afraid to go into your house, you know, stuff like that. Mm. But instead, they 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 set it in the middle of like bumfuck nowhere, right, <laughs> right, where there's no technology, right, where the sh- like. <laughs> No, exactly. Where the where the villains of the movie are circling the gas station like sharks. Yeah. And 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 it's Which is a pretty sweet idea, I got to be honest. It's sweet, but it's, it's sweet. okay, but okay, but there's also like flashes of the movie <laughs> I just described. When I saw the lawnmower, I'm like, "Fuck yes." Sure. Yes, well, the lawnmower. This it, is great. Oh, man, do I have a story about that lawnmower, by the way? Okay. okay well, in the oh, in the other one. direction though, Adam, like I agree with you, there is a version of this movie that is phenomenal. But there's also a version of this movie that is just The Happening, and it's called The Happening. <laughs> dude, I thought the same yeah, fucking I kinda, thing, I kind of agree. I, I thought yeah, the same I mean? thing. <laughs> I agree, I agree. You're, you're absolutely it's right. It's the inverse of The Happening, this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. You're absolutely right. I, First, nature's killing you. Now it's, yeah, it's technology. Totally. The, that movie has a lot of problems that go beyond the premise, though. As, I know, as, you're as right. We, but, um... <laughs> But like, like, for, but again, like, just the, the the funny creativity you could have with this. The soda can shit is so that's funny. So I love so, it. Oh, that's great. God, that's I loved it. So, I was like, if this is the whole movie, if like it's just this out of context, like like s- set of scenarios where people are dying from random machines, and I don't really mm-hmm. know why. God, that was funny. Like when the steamroller came out of nowhere Dude. and just rolled over the just kid. rolled over a little eager. <laughs> It was just, just, just <laughs> bodies. How about the soda machine like just took out like three kids and they're just laying there motionless? Dude, it was the shit. I'm like, this movie's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. Oh, it was great. Yeah, you're right. There, will... There's fun to be had though, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, like, yeah, I think that the comet thing in particular so made yeah, it's the premise fall apart. Yeah, the and... opening of the movie's weird because it opens with that title card and then all of a sudden we're we're at an ATM machine that's like spewing profanities at the user. Who is Steve King, love, by the way. I actually right. did love like the 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 very first scene where they're walking towards the bank and it's like 79 degrees. And then it just goes, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> and it was like, 
But it was one of those things where it's like, what movie am I in? You're trying you know? to figure it out. For a guy who is the master of horror and suspense or whatever, like it's not a suspenseful movie at all. I mean, there's not... I mean, no. just because he doesn't know how to make a movie. But, but like... Yeah, it, it kind of leans into the schlock and the comedy in a way that Stephen King movies don't normally do. No. Um, it's supposed to be funny. It's definitely supposed to be funny, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I guess. I thought the bridge scene was hilarious. Just Oh, the, that was the best, it dude. Just, it was just, again, I love a good... When the watermelons are crashing oh, through the, the, yeah, the, the uh, windshield. Just, just like utter chaos. Like, like it's just like a couple frames of a woman going through the windshield and they so cut. Good. I'm just like, this is that the actually, best. Falling off the bridge that in slow did. motion. Yeah, that, was that scene managed to be both hilarious and horrifying at the same time. I agree. Yes, I, I agree. It was actually very good. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's good. There's good shit in this movie. Yeah. The problem mm-hmm. is it just doesn't really work as a movie itself. Like, it's just, uh, you know, an overlong series of gags uh, set in a weird location um, with uh, yeah, a plot that doesn't really make much sense i agree take out the comet it's not bad <laughs> that damn comet <laughs> i think you're right i think if they don't explain because again the, it, it well, does... also they say it's an eight day long period and the movie is only one day long and right. then the last title card is like here's what happens in the next seven <laughs> days that, that is <laughs> like the here's the next week <laughs> my biggest pet peeve in all of movies Fictional closing title cards. Oh, there is, is the, nothing worse. No, this might be the worst example of I've ever seen. Nothing worse than that. You are making it is a fictional movie. You don't, you don't have to fill me in. Oh, here's the non-cinematic stuff that we didn't have time to get to. You're made. It's a movie about killer trucks. It's a true story, Nico. I don't need like oh Henry Hill went on went to live out his days and witness protection and no one heard from him ever since. No, I mean the, no. You're making a movie about killer trucks. There's no detail in there that's supposed to be too boring for, to make the final cut of the movie. You know? Yeah. yeah that's that's it, like just shorten the length of the comment then. I don't need I, and it was long. It was a long. I actually wrote down the title card. It was long. Yeah. Two days after a huge a large UFO was destroyed in space by a Russian quote weather satellite. <laughs> Which happened to be equipped with a with a laser cannon and class four nuclear missile. Oh yeah! How much detail? <laughs> that dude, I was it's, dying. That's an insane. That's an insane way to end this movie. That has no mention of geopolitical consequence at all. It is like, deranged. <laughs> Approximately six days later, the Earth passed beyond the tail of Ray M, exactly as predicted. And then you get a pause. The survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. <laughs> and then you get like the ACDC music like blaring and it's like the end yeah. of the fucking breakfast club. Mm. It's like, and what movie going, am I in? I'm going, what are the geopolitical consequences of, <laughs> of Russia <laughs> launching a nuke in space at a UFO? It's important what to is- know. <laughs> uh, th- th- there, there, there is no mention of this satellite prior. Yeah. It's completely out of Stephen King's ass. Just right. There's the no mention of, the of a UFO, Adam. Now I'm saying also- yeah, What is the UFO? Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> the UFO. Was the UFO causing this or was the comet causing this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something was lost in the editing. I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's insanity. Yes. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yes, it is. Hell of a drug. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's not. It's not as bad as I think. As I I thought it was going to be. I I remember catching part of this movie 
on AMC during like the 31 days of Halloween that they, they, I think they still do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just remember like being out of it very quickly because I I think the, the bridge scene scared me. Yeah. I think as a kid, the bridge scene like really freaked me out. And I was like, I don't want to see people get smushed like this. And yeah, and then coming back to it, it has a completely different meaning on it on me, just because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, weird movie. It just it's, it's it just doesn't really feel like a Stephen King movie to me, which is strange because it is the most Stephen King movie. He doesn't like the movie. He's I right. think he's called it a moron movie. Yes, his, in his own words, it is a moron film. Right. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't I, have any of the like the childhood trauma stuff. It doesn't have. You know, any of like the 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 cynical underpinnings, you know, in terms of like this is the evil that lurks in the heart of man. Yeah. It's not really I mean, there's like a, a dick boss, there's a douchebag boss, but beyond that, like all of these characters are kind of unambiguously good and they do heroic things and they eventually survive and have a happy ending. Like imagine like if the mist ended like this movie, you know? Mm. It just wouldn't be the mist. Like it just wouldn't It'd be a completely different thing. Oh, I, I mean, I had my own feelings on on just the ending in general and how just like really like like anticlimactic in like the like the funniest way. My my mind went to Raiders of the Lost Ark, if you could believe it. Explain. Okay, so <laughs> that's crazy. My, not 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 that it's anything like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I just played this experiment in my head because you know the, they. The spoiler is that like there's I mean there's this Green Goblin semi that's kind of being a dickhead to them the whole movie it's it's sort of it's not like the main villain but it's kind of the iconic antagonist of the movie yeah uh, and you think it's gonna put up a significant fight but then they just take this rocket launcher that they use throughout the entirety of the movie <laughs> and they just blow it up that's it right and that and it never fails you think oh this time it's not gonna work no it works that time just like it just like it always did sure. no tension whatsoever and I just thought like okay t- to give you a, a, an idea of how anticlimactic this ending is imagine in Raiders of the Lost Ark that we get to the scene with the sword fighter and that sword fighter is the main villain of the movie oh I see I got it, <laughs> and yeah. then he shoots him and that's the end of the movie right <laughs> <laughs> and it's like victory is mine yeah right <laughs> and it's played as like this right yeah 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 the big moment yeah. the climax i see what you're saying yeah yeah that yeah. would be uh, a different movie <laughs> i mean there's really no tension i mean there's no. some like fun kills i guess here and there but uh, th- like there are no jump scares no <laughs> and i think well, i was expecting some yeah all of the kills that are <laughs> This is horrible to say, but the kills that are most satisfying are when the people die, not when the vehicles blow up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, like, when that kid gets run over by a steam, that's the best scene in the movie. Well, again, because it's just, it's so fast, and so, like, the the, the clip only happens for, like, maybe a second, and then it cuts away, but you get just enough to see the guy completely run over by this, (laughs) by this fucking steamroller. With just dead kids around with soda cans everywhere. Nick, do you remember that Chris Angel episode where he ran himself over with a steamroller? No. No, I don't. Okay. He did that? Yeah. I don't know why I brought wow. that up. I just What a fucking idiot. That's what I think of every time I see a steamroller. I think of Austin Powers. Oh, well, that, well that's, a, that's a Zamboni. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, yeah. it's not a Zamboni. A Zamboni they use on the ice, dude. Right. Isn't that what you're thinking of? No, it's a, it's a steamroller. It's definitely a steamroller. What steamroller scene are you thinking of from Austin Powers? 
I'm thinking of the scene where the guy's like, no. Yeah, that's a Zamboni. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, it is definitely a steamroller. A Zamboni? What do you think? I thought it was a Zamboni. What are you thinking, a Deadpool? According to the YouTube title of this scene, it's Steamroller. Oh. <laughs> You're Why about did I think we were on an ice rink? You're about to be killed by a Zamboni. <laughs> Yeah, that's Deadpool. It okay. kind of plays a similar joke. Yeah. Has Deadpool retconned a Zamboni into Austin Powers for me? <laughs> I think so. What kind of psyop was that shit? Was Ryan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. That's some Jason Bourne shit right there. What is going on? Ooh. It is a steamroller, isn't it? Yeah, you just got one up by Deadpool. Oh, my God. Nico. What kind of chems have I been fed? <laughs> Nico's really off today. You're right. I agree Way now. Off, dude. Jesus Christ. Man, do you have some cocaine on you? I can really use some. I might have a little bit. <laughs> Maybe this will all make sense. Um, let's see. What, what else did I want to bring up here? Oh, yeah. So the ACDC thing. Mm. Um, this is uh, the, the soundtrack for this album uh, is called uh, Who Made Who? which is actually a quote from this movie, We Made You. Um, but it was released as the soundtrack to this movie. It's an ACDC album that includes You That's Shook crazy, because I, like, this album is more famous than this movie. Totally. Uh, Hell's Bells is also on this, which is right. weird, because, like, I'm watching the movie, and it's like, Hell's And I'm like, what is happening? That was made for this movie? Apparently, those were singles that had come out several years prior, but they were not attached to a particular album, and they kind of just put that in there and mix it in with some new songs, and that's what Who Made Who is. It's unclear if the chicken or the egg came first here. It's unclear if Stephen King commissioned this album. Who Made Who is kind of what came first. I mean, it kind of works. Perfect. There you go. All right. uh, but I'm I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, they came out at the same time, and I yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly if if Stephen King commissioned it or if ACDC just had it, and someone at the studio was like, "Hey, just put this on Maximum Overdrive." Don't know. But uh, yeah, it's 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 very very bizarre because again, like you're getting ACDC songs that don't have any element of suspense or horror or anything. No. You no. know, um, but again, the intentionality is, is it to make a horror movie? I don't know. Yeah. But is it to make like a heavy metal, like steampunk, mo- like, like ACDC's music would have worked in Repo Man, which is sure. like a, a, another Emilio Estevez movie from that era. But they use, well, they use, they go even better. They use the Iggy Pop stuff right. in that, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a punky, punky movie. Right. Uh, this is not quite that. No. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. Did you like that it was in there? I guess is my question. I like some ACDC, so I can't. I can't complain too much. Okay. I, I guess if I hated it, it I was very <laughs> distracted. I very guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The movie's so stupid. I don't. Re- I don't really care at that point. I suppose if <laughs> there were, um, if there were ACDC music in The Shining, I might have a problem with that. Yeah, that Could might you, be a problem. Stanley, thing, like <laughs> Stanley, but you know, using ACDC <laughs> music should set like you know the tone of the scene. And I don't think I want to watch a movie where the tone of every single scene is ACDC. I just think that I need more variety. Right. <laughs> but I do think it sets a tone, though. That's that's the thing. It does set some kind of tone. I don't think it's a good tone, necessarily. Yeah, the tone is fucking cocaine and golf cart racing. I mean, it's <laughs> that's like... <fine. laughs> you don't think that's... You don't think ACDC works well for that? <laughs> 
perfect. <laughs> I, I don't think that makes a good movie. I didn't say it makes a good movie. Let me see if there's any more stories here from behind the scenes. Uh, according to the... Uh, the uh, who is it the sound engineer of the movie oh the, no the the gaffer according to the gaffer uh on the That's side a- of the film jock brandis uh stephen king rode a motorcycle from maine all the way to wilmington so he could ride alongside semi trucks on the highway just to get a sense of how terrifying it is to be close to one uh so he like showed up the first day of filming to the set and he's like, hey, let me in. I'm directing this movie about killer trucks. And, of course, he's coked out out of his mind. And he's saying it to the security guards. They're like, yo, man. Like, yeah, I'm the director, man. I'm, like, going to make a movie. And it's like trucks that go on a murder spree. And they're like, all right, buddy. How about you fucking sleep it off? There's a motel down the street. <laughs> and he's like, no, seriously. Like, this is, this is my movie. I'm Stephen King. I'm directing it. Uh, and then eventually they, they let him in and he was able to film. But uh, that was the state that Stephen King was in. Uh, While making this thing, I want to see a disaster artist of this movie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. Very disheveled, just rambling about uh, killer trucks. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, this is the big one here. You mentioned the lawnmower yes, before. Yes. Uh, fun scene. Uh, in in one of the shots, the lawnmower uh, runs over a piece of wood, mm. and uh, well, the cinematographer, a guy by the name of Armando. Nanzuni, 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 Nanzuni. Uh, he was like one of De Laurentiis' guys. He was shipped in to work on the cheap. And he, oh, this is the funny thing about him. Like he's Italian guy, doesn't speak any English. And King would just like spew directions at him. And he would just be like, yep, yep, yep. Not understanding <laughs> what he said. <laughs> and he would just go do his own thing. Okay. But on this particular day... <laughs> That's so dumb. Fucking Italians, man. Just like, (laughs) I got a guy. He can do it. He can do the job. He ain't going to do it well, but he's going to get it done. (laughs) See? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Just look at all of my mechanics, and that's basically, that's it. Uh, And uh, so he's like, uh, yeah, you know, you really shouldn't put that wood underneath that lawnmower without taking the blades of the lawnmower out. And Stephen King's like, nah, it'll be fine. And he's taking, you know, doing another line. And he's like, nah, we want to make it look real. Got to make it look realistic. Keep the blades on. And he's like, dude, seriously, you don't want to do that. And he's like, I'm Stephen King. And I'm the director on this picture. And he gets in his golf cart. And he's like, keep them on. <laughs> and uh, probably doesn't know the line of cocaine. And uh, there you go. That's the good, uh, good Foley art there, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Does another line of cocaine. And he's like, now keep the blades on. So they keep the blades on. And uh, the, the, this guy, uh, Nuzzy or whatever, Nanuzzi, is there like five feet away from the lawnmower. And it goes over the piece of wood. Shard of wood comes flying directly into his left eyeball. Lodge in the eyeball. Oh, no. Not wearing goggles. No. <laughs> Lost his eye. Rushed to a hospital. Cinematographer, camera person lost his eye. Well, that's bad. Yeah, one of those ironic little, you know, just horrible tragedies. <laughs> it's not really ironic. It's, well, it's kind of, you need an eye to be a cine- cinematographer. Yeah, there's a little bit of tragic. Oh, like, I tragic. guess that's, 
Yeah, comedy. I mean, if it. the guy was actually a cinematographer to begin with, I guess. But I think he was just Italian. So no, I think he was like he was serious in Italy. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he still be serious in Italy. He still can be. He's like, Italian. You're, you're, is he like what it doesn't like, matter? You're, is he like a stand-up? You can comic? be blind to be a cinematographer if you're Italian. Well, I was gonna say care. I want to see the disaster movie where they the only thing they can afford is a blind cinematographer. <laughs> Like, here's he like sound a- guy. He has like hearing aids. <laughs> yeah, <He's> like, deaf. <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, I can I can imagine like a no, fucking. When, uh, when he can catch it though, it's really fucking good. <laughs> Trust this guy. This guy's magic. <laughs> this guy is magic. He's gonna get a stray like the moo of a cow somewhere, and it's gonna be just perfect. Um, <laughs> no, it's like I, you never see like a stand-up comic where like you know he'll like perform somewhere, and it's like this guy's the biggest stand-up. In Yugoslavia. <laughs> He's like the Kevin Hart of Yugoslavia. And then they come over here and they're like awful. And it's like, I think that's what this guy is in Italy. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, exactly. it's like, there's a reason why you're still performing at the funny bone in Yugoslavia. Oh, no. You know? um, oh, boy. That's so funny. anyway. So that that led to a big lawsuit. Um, but uh, yeah. Cocaine being felt very bad about a cocaine hell of a drug. That's really the lesson of today's podcast, you know. Where's the Top Gun music? Yeah, uh, oh, you need your Top Gun music. <laughs> oh, I'd, I don't have it here anymore. No. <laughs> here, I'll do this one. <laughs> Ride him, cowboy. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Abel. <laughs> uh, um, any other specifics from the movie? That was all the behind-the-scenes stuff I found. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It's not. I don't know. It's a. It's a bunch of like set pieces that are all the same set piece. It's just yeah. like trucks bashing into each other the whole movie. Uh, uh, I want to pick at the logic of the movie a little bit because okay. I also think that the movie could have been. No, normally, I don't want to get too nitpicky with like the uh, the mat or the magic system or however the fuck you want to describe it. The logic of the movie, how it works, but in this case, I actually think the movie would be better. There's not really a serious explanation as to is it technology that's coming alive? Is it electronics or is it just like any mechanical object can just be pushed or moved? Because like we see buttons push themselves. That's true. That is not the same thing as a computer having sentience. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that is a mechanical process. Okay. Well, cars turn themselves on. Like if if the idea was that the cars, like the battery in the car, was sentient. Somebody still needs to turn on the car before that happens. Right. If the idea was that when people turn their cars on, their cars come to life and then they don't shut off be- until they run out of gas and then the battery dies. Like that's an added layer of mystery and uh, sure. danger, I think. Well, it seems like, yeah, every anything with electricity is able to turn itself on and off and 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 use all of the but functions like, as if a person was operating but a, it. But a gun is able to fire itself and guns yeah, don't see, have electricity. We see, a, it's not. we see a keyhole without a key in it turn. Yes. Right. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's... I just don't understand, like, how is this different from a ghost pushing a glass across a room or I something? the gun like, thing is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, how, how would the gun it's, firing It's work? a little I don't inconsistent. Know. Why aren't there watches fighting back? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, what, I guess... 
I need a, a better definition of what a machine is. Oh, we're gonna. This is gonna be the rest of the pod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, in, in, in the logic of this film, Adam, yeah. like you just mentioned, actually, a wristwatch would be able to tighten itself so much that your hand would fall off. The chop. Yes. Why? Yes, that kept thinking because that. it has a battery in it. Like, well, <laughs> what does it really make sense? You know what I mean? Because that's not its function. <laughs> Stephen King. What the fuck is a machine? Well, I guess I disagree I, with you on the on the car front. Because a car is able, to, like that is something that it it can do. No, you have Theori- to push a gas pedal for the car to go, dude. Yeah, but I'm sorry, a car can't just decide to go forward. You have to push the fucking gas. Well, and the other thing, it's too, mechanical, the thing- and the the design for the engine has barely changed in a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to understand true. that. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. How does that work? Is that and that isn't electrical. There are such things as wood machines too. Uh-huh. Things like 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 a cuckoo clock, right? Is it would be a machine? Te- yeah, I mean, if the gears sense. of a gun count as a machine, yeah, right. yeah, of yeah, course. that's true. How about a simple machine? <laughs> mm. How about a, a pulley? Screw? Yeah, every, a, I'm scared of every pulley. How about oh an my God. inclined plane? Oh no, not a wedge. <laughs> Get it away from me. <laughs> no, you know but in a, saying? in a way that the the movie, I, I public uh, education, everybody. Yeah, like well, their wheels. Yeah. Oh God. Were those the six simple machines? We named five. I I think I always forget the sixth. What do we got? Hey right. guy, we got wheel. We got wheel, screw, screw pulley, pulley, incline plane, yeah. wedge, wedge. <laughs> We're missing one. I don't know. Oh man. Oh no. Axle? Is it a bucket? The bucket? <laughs> Is an axle the same know. thing as a wheel? Uh, by the way, like pulley was not fucking simple. By the way. That's a good point. You know? True. That's a complex machine. Oh, is it lever? Oh, uh, it might have been might lever, have been, right. Been lever, is it a lever? Yeah, see, that never made sense to me. It was like, the, yeah, in class, a lever just a stick that you put, you know, and then a wedge. <laughs> well, is no, just it's about a... leverage. It's about leverage. I yeah. get it. But, like, it was all, and, and then all of a sudden you had this thing with a wheel and a rope and a bucket at the end. I think the, like, the problem is really the word machine, actually, which takes it out of this conversation. Sure. Because totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? none of those are machines. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. All right. What else we got then? Definition of machine. Oh, God. Uh, bu- 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 I mean, the, like I the mean, light bulbs are able to turn themselves on and off. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito gets murdered in this movie uh, by a, a, a video game console. That's right. Yeah. The video game console shocks him. So, like, it, it, they're able to control their own electrical current. But I keep coming back to... Was like, that Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, it, it was. was. Yeah, yeah. Gus. It was Gus. Holy shit. I was looking at him. I'm like, this guy looks so goddamn familiar, but there's no way I've ever seen him. <laughs> that's no way, that's right? it, was, it was all downhill from maximum overdrive. Right. He's never been Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I... I, I wow. the, the gun is the thing that really... Because for the most part, I'm like, all right, trucks that can move themselves, fine. And the only reason they're doing that is because a car... We, we we project some kind of personality onto all of our cars because we're weird like that. It makes sense to me. Yeah, but like the, our children. Yes. But the gun, I'm like, like, okay, but then it makes me go like, I don't know. Are these chairs here that you can push a lever, it goes up and down, and it has wheels on it? Could that potentially be some form of simple machine? Yeah, I suppose it could. How about plumbing? Sure. How about sinks? Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about sinks? You know? Your faucet, the one that like extends out? I feel like the logic here You're was I, I feel like the logic here, the the inspiration of the comet, right? Back to this horrible thing. Comets the the tail of the comet sometimes will leave like an aurora borealis in the sky and sometimes that can interfere with like electrical 
things, right? Mm. I'm assuming that's where the inspiration for this idea came from. Mm. But I don't think he understood what, like, electrical really meant. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I think the gun was an extension of that little cart. I think that's what that was. No, I, I happen to know this. It's, well, I know, but that's it, what, I'm just saying but, with Stephen King and his coked up state. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to explain his. You can t- literally take that gun off. It's, Obviously, it's, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think like he just figured it was, it's on wheels, it has a motor, it's And there's electric. a gun attached yeah. to it. Right. And the gun is just, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but by that logic, if you had duct taped the gun, it would have worked. <laughs> it would have been the same thing. Yes. Well, the, I, the, logic, <laughs> the logic of small soldiers is more solid than this question. film. Yeah. I got to tell you what, though, guys. One of the better Comet films, I think it's Deep Impact, and then this. Because then Armageddon sucks. Don't Look Up is a piece of shit. Awful movie. I don't know. This is a good question. Best Comet films. Oh, that's a good question. Because, yeah, I think it's mm. Deep Impact and then Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> um, and that- Space Chimps 2? <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> Man, there's Ooh, really Night of the many. Comet. Ooh. There's really um, not many. I know. I was like, I was thinking. I mean, Avatar... Or the last Airbender, I should say. That's a yeah. That's right. There's a there's a comet. Yeah, Sozin's comet. Not in the mm. movie though. Or is there one in the movie? I don't think they bring it up. I think you're right, Adam. Yeah, one of the better comet movies. Col- Colorado Space. Oh, oh there's, there's a decent one. All good right, I'll, call. I'll, I'll take that one. I'll put that in the in my number one spot. I go okay. Colorado Space, Deep Impact, Maximum Overdrive, Armageddon, and how about Rings of Power? Up. Everybody. Yeah. There's a comment in that. There's a comment yeah. in that one. Yeah. Is How about com- Ice Age? Oh. Animated oh. films. Hell yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'll take Ice Age. I'm looking through a list of uh, best asteroid movies. They got a ranking. <laughs> this is <laughs> um, Evolution with David Duchovny. I've never oh seen it. Oh my but... god! How have we not done Evolution? <laughs> never seen it. Holy shit! <laughs> evolution is fucking bad. Never seen. <laughs> it's fucking bad. Maximum Overdrive is on this list. Yes, <laughs> it's at number seven. <laughs> number seven, uh, huh? That's pretty good. Yeah. Don't look up. It's right ahead of it. So what? I'm not sure. I trust oh, the ranking. Oh god! Don't look up. Starship Troopers. Adam? Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Is that is okay. kind of a comet film. Well, it's not like specifically a comet film, but I guess about Melancholia some. with Kirsten Dunst. That's not about a comet hitting a planet. That's about a planet hitting a planet. <laughs> okay, actually, the first. <laughs> this is how the description. This is how they're descri- <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Fuck the yeah, first dude. sentence, Adam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first sentence here. Okay, technically in this flick, it's a rogue planet about to hit Earth and not a rogue asteroid or comet. But it's still a fun ride. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. Did they say melancholy is a fun ride and not the most miserable shit ever made? <laughs> oh my god. That movie makes me want to kill myself. Uh, uh, Jeez, oh, Louise. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a planet hitting a planet. Hell yeah, man. Does another line of cocaine. <laughs> Stephen King, why didn't you make that movie? 
<laughs> oh boy good stuff yeah I, I i don't really have a good definition for machine i mean here's the other thing too they speak english in this movie they yes communicate well, they via morse. morse code that's yeah. true yeah 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 why not the, binary why morse um are they the same thing Binary no, computers. Yeah, binary is ones and zeros. Yeah. No, Hence no, but I'm thinking. Bi- I guess Morse is kind of similar to binary. I guess because it does use like dash. Really, is just using zeros and ones. If you think about it, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. But no, they uh, they're yeah they're able to communicate via via Morse code, and uh, they apparently have ears. They can hear things. Yeah, they can just hear. Yeah, they just yeah. can. They can hear, uh, regardless of the orifice, I guess. Yeah. I'm assuming they can see. No, definitely. They, they can definitely see, but they don't Which, need a face to see. They presumably, don't. they can taste, smell, and touch. They can growl like dogs. They get hungry. That's they tricky. need gasoline. They get hungry. Mm-hmm. Why was there any like copyright issues over the Green Goblin for this movie? I would thought I would have thought there would be. I'm not sure that's actually the Green Goblin. That's the Green Goblin. I think it's like the Green Ghoul or whatever. You it's, know what I mean? Like, no, but it's I think the, it's just like a goblin wearing purple, Adam. Yeah. Ah, it, that's it's just a goblin <laughs> wearing purple. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's not like that doesn't narrow it down or anything. <laughs> it's just a... He's wearing a purple cap. <laughs> it's just a goblin it's, who's green wearing a purple cap. It's the uh, light green goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I turned the corner on this movie. This movie was pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> kind of in on it. Kind of back in. Yeah, back in. Why not? I'm in on it too. There's Fuck some yeah. really fun shit going on in this movie. It, it it's not the worst hour and a half I've spent. No, no, I by a long shot. I've just it's, seen a lot of them. I think like <laughs> yeah. What are we at? Three hundred plus movies now on this pod. Yeah. yeah, we've done a lot of these. A lot of schlocky '80s movies with the same kind of soundtrack. I mean been here done that i'm sure dino has done a good like 20 to 30 you yeah. know maybe we need a dino yeah. month yeah a dino month it's just i, I dino sember dino sember oh no we got christmas yeah we do look forward to it's this. just my lot in life you know i've just decided to do a bad movie podcast and this is what i'm left with you know <laughs> yeah. this just might have been one too many but it's, i don't know it's fun I I would I put it this way I'd watch it again and it wouldn't really bother me that much if it was if it's on okay fine it's still an idiotic movie but like mm. why not so is Deep Blue Sea the <laughs> casting is pretty interesting it is uh, Marla um, Mables is in this in like a bit part the uh, future Mrs Donald Trump Marla Mables is that right yeah uh, the, I think mother of Tiffany I um, think I think that's Tiffany's mom hmm. Uh, she's in it as like girl number three or whatever. <laughs> like, who well, is uh, uh, Yearly Smith? Oh yeah, she's in some stuff. She's uh, the voice of Lisa Simpson. Yeah, oh. totally. There you go. She has the most annoying voice in this, but it's because she sounds like Lisa Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how she sounds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I saw a Woody Allen movie called Radio Days last week, and it had. Oh, you finally saw Radio Days? Have you seen it? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I love it. Really, I love Radio Days. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 woman that plays Marge Simpson is uh is plays uh, Woody's mom essentially in the movie, yep. and it's uh she's good. That's not the weird. The weirdest thing about that movie is that Seth Green is playing Woody. That's Seth Green. Yeah, the little kid is Seth Green. Yeah, 
Wow. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Man. <laughs> Nico, where have you been? <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Hell of a drug. That's Seth. That's a young Seth Green. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We watched that one in school. I loved it. I loved it. They let you screen that in school? I didn't screen it. I, uh, uh, Dalama screened it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. College. College, yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, I, did, I did not screen like it. No, I did not screen it in, in <laughs> high school. Grade. In elementary school, I was screening radio days. <laughs> like, you know what, kids? We're not going to play with blocks today. We're going <laughs> to watch it. We're going to sit down, and we're going to appreciate the filmography <laughs> of, Woody of one of our great auteurs. And you sit there, and you watch it. <laughs> You know, I wish the cancel culture feels free zone. How many what? how many Woodies are there? Can we do a Woody draft? It's probably about mm, six. Nelson Harrelson, a sheriff Woody, sure. sheriff Woody, uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson. Wood, we're, oh, we're going there. Uh, what? Wow, there's, there's some legs. Maybe like a. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. We each pick one. <laughs> we each pick one. That makes me think when you when you mention screening weird movies. Alfie for, Woodard. Oh. Does that count? I don't think so. <laughs> we might have to. We might have to broaden the. Uh... <laughs> what uh? What's the weirdest? James Woods. Ah, there you go. <laughs> James Woods. There, there, there we go. There you go. Oh, uh, you got Woody Guthrie. I mean, there's yeah, people. What's the weirdest movie that a teacher ever screened for you in school? God, you know what we watched all the time, Adam? What? We watched October Sky. Oh, all the my fucking God. Time. I watched October Sky all the time, too. I can't tell you how many fucking times the a teacher lot. was like, you know, it's actually, if you scramble the letters, it's. <laughs> it's post Rocket Boys. The worst. <laughs> Which is the name of the book it's based on. October Rocket Sky and Boys. Rocket Boys use the same letters. Oh, my God. They said that to you? Oh, many yeah. times. Wow. That's the only piece of trivia. It's like on the back of the cassette. Totally. It's like, yeah. They, they in in our Spanish class. I think I've told this story in the podcast before. But in freshman year Spanish class, our teacher quit two days before school started. So like they were scrambling to find a long term sub. They couldn't find one. So one of the other <laughs> Spanish teachers at the school was like, "Hey, my son is like unemployed and just not doing anything. So I'm just going to bring him in for four months to teach the Spanish class." And he, of course, he had not like learned a lick of Spanish. He did not speak any Spanish whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so he came in and he guy's like 23 maybe. Oh my and he came they interview in. like what how are you qualified to teach Spanish? Uh my mom teaches Spanish here. Dude, it's like that like old school shit you hear about happening like in schools in like the sixties and seventies, but like it was happening in the in the twenty tens. And <laughs> And the guy came in. He's like, "Hey guys, I'm Mister. I think he actually used his first name to. I forget what his name was. But like, Mister Joseph. Yeah, I was like Mister Ryan or something. And his first name was like Ryan, because of course he had the same last name as the other teachers, so there didn't want to be any confusion. Oh, so yeah. So it's like, hey, Mister Ryan, and we would show up and we'd like go through the Spanish textbook and not learn anything. And at one point, he's like, "Ah, fuck it. Like, you guys just want to watch Dead Poet Society?" And we're like, "Sure." And we watched Dead Poets. Oh my god! Did we watch it with like a Spanish dub? Absolutely not. Watch it in just English. You know how many times I've watched uh, Dead Poets Society in school too? Yeah, many. Right. I think I watched it in like fifth grade. My music teacher put it on. Like that is some tough subject matter in the third. Well, you don't finish the whole movie in a one. So 
Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, you watch, like, the first third of the movie, and then he's like, all right, have fun, yeah. we'll see ya, and then you never finish it, you know? So, in, in fifth grade, we were on kind of a, like, a, a I think, Raul Dahl kick, uh-huh. and the teacher uh, screened yeah. Matilda for us. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's one of my all-time favorite childhood films. I like it, but I do remember, even at that age, thinking, like, why did you show us this? Because <laughs> it's, like, a traumatizing movie to see for me, anyway, as a kid. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got I love one. that movie. I got a good one. Ooh. AP History, U.S. History, junior year. We did, like, movie month. after You know, like, the AP exam? Y'all that you AP do the class, exam right? and you have a month of school yeah, left. you do the exam at the same day that the rest of the country does the exam. Uh-huh. So you do it in like May because some schools get let out in May. But then in the Northeast, you have like a month afterwards where you don't have any material to go over. So my history teacher, who's like a like a nerdy guy in like his 30s at the time, and he's like, we're just doing movies for a month. We did like The Patriot, which was like an American history movie. Okay. Uh, we did, uh, I think JFK was in the We did JFK too. For, I don't I was like yeah. in eighth grade. JFK. Yeah. Uh, what's that Cuban Missile Crisis movie with Costner in it? Um, 13 Days, is that what it is? I don't know. Did you do Master and Commander? Master and Commander was, no, was not in the mix, but that's a pretty good one. Uh, one day we did Band of Brothers. Okay. We did an episode oh, of nice. Band of Brothers. Cool, cool. Uh, but there was, like in a lot of HBO shows, a very explicit sex scene in Band of Brothers. <laughs> and uh, apparently my teacher did not realize what episode he had just put on and he was sitting in the back of the classroom just hanging out and watching the movie oh, well all no. of a sudden it, <laughs> tom and, hardy's in that scene yeah and we and we didn't have like the old school like uh by this point we had we had moved past the old school like wheel the the, the tv in on a cart thing we'd move past that whole system oh no so you, there wasn't just like a button you could turn off we had like a big projector in our and it was in full color and uh, the movie was playing and there was like a little I remember this vivid as like it happened yesterday. There was like a little slot at the bottom that you could sort of flip and it would turn the projector off. So all of a sudden you see just tits on the screen <laughs> <laughs> and just full on premium cable fucking right. And this guy leaps up and does a dash across the room. As fast as you can, slams the thing shut, but you can still hear the audio. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's what I was going to say. You're still hearing. <laughs> that's <It's> amazing. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. And I remember just him going, sorry about that. <laughs> you know, you can also, by the way, definitely hear from the classroom next door. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember our high school. You could hear, like, Shit like that from paper the classroom thin next door. Walls. Paper I thin. guarantee the English class next door. Oh. <laughs> dude, I knew what was going on in everyone's classroom at all times in that in that school, dude. <laughs> oh my. Remember uh remember our crazy uh history teacher that like had a panic attack and had to quit and then wrote a like tell all memoir about it, Nick? A yeah. tell all mem what? Oh, Adam. What are you talking oh. about? Oh he man. had a he had this uh teddy bear named like Mr. Snuggles. And he would, uh, it was like his mascot for class. Yeah. Did he call it Mr. Snuggles? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Right. Or whatever it was called, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he would give every single kid a nickname, and it would stick with you for your entire high school career. 
Yeah, he would like haze you on day one of the class. He would only refer to you by that nickname that he made up for you on the first day of class. And right. without knowing you, he would just make up a name. <laughs> you know? Okay. And he was such high energy and so nice. And he was teaching, like, civics. So it's like, right. here's how our government works. Sure. But he's, like, just a fucking batshit coked up maniac <laughs> <laughs> teaching civics with I Mr. Snuggles the teddy coke. bear. I think he actually was. <laughs> It was nuts, Adam. This actually was, like, insane. Wow. He sent me an email, like, years later, because I think I follow him on something, and I gave, like, his book a recommendation, and he was like, yeah, thanks for the thanks for the download. Uh, is he still there? Or still, like, in the world? No, Where is he? What's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, I, I don't want to blow him up here. But tell me after, because I want to look him up. I want to see if he's around. After. No, he used to, like... <laughs> Like it was, yeah, it, because as you said, Nick, like the material was so bland, like it was like the real basic, like three branches of government shit, right? Like, this is what the executive does this is what the legislator does. And yeah, so he was like constantly looking for ways to spice it up. So one day he would, uh, when we learned about filibusters, what a filibuster mm. was, um, he had this song that he would sing and he would tell you every time, listen, I'm going to sing the song. And at the end, you're going to shout the, the word filibuster as loud as you possibly can. And I'm going to open the door to the classroom and I'm going to run outside the door as soon as you scream it. And the record, kids, is five door slams and three calls from the office. And we have to break that record today. I, he, she's, he's like, I want to annoy as many people this in this a building real as possible. So I get reported on. To the, I to remember the distinctly office. there would be like a week Yes. And this happened my freshman year and my sophomore year. It happened like three times a day for five days. Oh. So you would do this. Uh You would just be in another class down the hall and you just hear, Well, here it is. It was, (laughs) if you got a bill and it's really bad, what are you going to do? Filibuster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he would sprint out, and you would hear slam, slam, slam. I've also been in the classroom when the do- when the, our teacher was like, "I'm gonna slam the door now." Like, oh my god, what a what a guy! He would. What was your nickname, Nick? I don't remember. I remember mine. First day. I don't want a Nico. Just want to ride my motor Seco. He would yeah, sing that, that right. every time he called on me. Doing attendance. Every time. Intense. And, he would and sing if you raise your hand. Yeah. He would sing the song. Some of them were more obvious than others. I had a pretty good one. Like, you know, Abby was Abby Road. Uh, I yep. think uh, we had a class named, Car- named Carly. It was Carly Simon. We were I in think. the same class. We were? Yeah. We must have been because I sat right next to Carly. <laughs> oh, I don't remember what yours was. Then. And I do remember yours. I remember when you sang it, it sounded familiar. And so. My friend Brian Dossler, who's been on my other podcast before, uh, he, uh, I guess there was a character in Hogan's Heroes, the old like sitcom mm. on TV Land, or now it's on TV Land. There's a character named Major Hostetler. Yep. So he, whenever like something would go wrong, a character would go Major Hostetler, Major Hostetler. So every time he called on Brian, it was Major Hostetler, Major Hostetler. Oh God, that pissed me off. 
That would piss I think me most. Off. I think most kids hated it. I loved it though, dude. I, I think most kids hated it, it, dude. I loved the bits. I remember everybody would be like, "Oh God, we got to go to so and so's class today," and I was like, "What are you talking about? It's the best hour of my day." <laughs> I loved it, dude. He was doing my life. That's what I wanted. Oh man, I never had a teacher like that. He was my hero. Adam, most people haven't had a teacher like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. This guy was nuts. He was fucking nuts, dude. Oh, the best. But he, you know, but he made a boring subject interesting. So you got to give him credit for that. The, the the best thing that ever happened to me was like we would go into band class and our conductor, whatever you want to call him, would would say, "Guys, I'm I'm having a bad day here because Adam hasn't given me my cocaine," <laughs> just for no reason. And I don't know where he came up with me, you know, being his coke deal- I mean, dealers. It was behind the 99 in Bristol. Yeah, I imagine there weren't any. Oh, other yeah, that's right. The that... 99. So many 99 runs. I'm not sure yeah. many other band geeks really gave off that vibe. <laughs> I was, I, I just, maybe. It was your cargo shorts, Adam. You just I was not wearing so cargo pockets. shorts by that goddamn. So many pockets I, for I, cocaine. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had dispensed of the cargo shorts. Just like you dispensed of the cocaine. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. You haven't denied the charge, Adam. Nope, not yet. <laughs> it's who I am now. Man, we didn't care about shit. this movie, huh? No, we did. We, it was good. We had it's some fine. stories. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was fun. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Now what? <laughs> oh, what's the results of the uh, kill the bit poll? Ah, yeah. The kill I feel the like bit we pole. need to be more specific. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like they know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't want people voting unless they actually listened. Oh. Ah. Uh, so far, we have three votes for no, two votes for yes. That's a pretty tight. All right. All right. Mm. Fine. I'll edit the message. Kill the bit. All right. First, I'll start. Tag everyone. Mm. All right. Vote below. Should we kill the bit, quote, how many <laughs> Drew carries? I hate that I keyboard. Tagged everyone. I fucking hate that it's, keyboard. It's its own character now. God, it is. It's <laughs> like the fourth co-host of this podcast. It's like the pots and pans. Yeah, it really is. The fucking That's going to be a nominee this year at the Wattatties. Oh, Next keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> I hate this keyboard too, but it was gifted to me, so I don't know what to do about it. You know, you're obligated to use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who gave you the keyboard? Well, my brother, but he he also was gifted it and didn't want it. Oh, (laughs) it's a re-gift. That's what it is. It's a re-gift. It's a re-gift. Fuck that. Well, here's how it really went down. All right. So my brother, uh, his friend goes, "Hey, do you want a keyboard?" And my brother went, "No." And then his friend (laughs) bought him a keyboard, and he said, "I don't want this." And then he gave it to me. Ah. Okay. So, you know? I say you chuck it away. Throw it away. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Should get a quieter one. Or you give it to Merck uh, next Christmas. Give oh, it back. That's not bad. That's okay. not bad. potato with the yeah. gift. That's not bad. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, regifting wars. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> that's pretty good. 
Don't even. I'll just like wrap it as is. Don't even put it in a box. Totally. <laughs> it's like <laughs> clearly a keyboard. <laughs> wrap it. Wrap it in Saran wrap or something. That's a good idea. <laughs> put a bow. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the STD from It Follows. <laughs> good movie, by the way. Very good movie. good movie. I fucking love that movie. Me too. All right. Uh, here we Ooh. go. Here's a, here's a game that we're about to kill. How many drew cards? Um, <laughs> you know the rules of the game. We got to guess the net worth of somebody, and uh, you know we got to put it in. How much did you carry worth? Three point two trillion dollars. I think that's correct. Is that right? Uh, the current national deficit is thirty one trillion dollars. Okay, that's okay. Uh, it all went to prices. <laughs> it all went to true. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we've ever done Stephen King on this pod. I don't think so either. I, think I don't think even if we have Stephen King movie. Yeah. If I don't remember, we might have Stephen. King. I can't think of a Stephen King adaptation we did. Did we do we, we Doctor Sleep or something? Or we talked about Doctor Sleep? No, nah, we talked you guys about Doctor Sleep on the other pod. We yeah. did do um, Tales from the Dark Side, which he wrote an installment of. Uh, but I don't remember if if he was the the name there. George Romero was another name on that one. God, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Let, let's do it again. Why not? Yeah, why not? Again, we're killing the bit sooner anyway. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> uh, five hundred million, Mr. Stephen King. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. But he's also, I think, with the exception of J.K. Rowling and God. Oh yeah, Jesus, the highest selling author of all time. Is that right? Uh, Shakespeare and Agatha Christie. Shakespeare, Agatha Christie. It goes King's Bible. Towards the top, it right? goes Bible, Shakespeare, Agatha Christie. Yeah, and then probably after that is Rowling probably hasn't. Like, maybe maybe in terms of copies sold, right? I think Rowling ma- makes uh, a lot of her money off of the movies and video games yeah, and all the franchising. That's a bit okay. Whereas Stephen King probably has sold, but like you also you yeah, got like those thing, right? you got those grocery store like John Grisham novels and shit totally. too. I mean, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, He's up there. He's definitely up there. I'll go higher. I'll no. go seven hundred. I was gonna go eight hundred. I'm gonna go eight hundred. Oh, okay. okay. Stephen King. The net worth of Stephen King. What could it be? It is crazy that we're all we're all leaning towards a billion dollars. Oh so. yeah, yeah, de- definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's a lot of fucking money. Would you look at that? One of us got it exactly right. <gasps> The actual net worth. I'm tense. This is more tense than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Of <laughs> Stephen King, author of uh, Firestarter. <laughs> oh my God. Are you going to pick his most Dr. Sleep? <laughs> uh, 112263. Uh, help me, guys. Help me out. The power? The dark tower. tower? No, the, the, dark, the tower. dark tower. The dark tower. Yeah, that one. Cujo. Uh, Cujo. <laughs> uh, the Shawshank That's, Redemption. No, no, no. The, the, the Mist. Mist. No, guys, let's dig a little deeper here, boys. Uh, uh, the Stand. The Stand. Uh, Danny Collins. Is that a sit? book that he made? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that the Al Pacino movie? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's uh, it's uh, $500 million. Yeah. <laughs> you got it exactly right, Adam Hall. And Fuck that means yeah. you just won this week's edition of How Many Drew Carrots. Uh, you get to kill the bit. I'm killing the bit. Here's a pistol. It's Shoot my fault. It in the head. It's <laughs> oh, over. Jeez, Louise. Kill it. All right, fuck the bit. Put it out of its misery. Goodbye. Wow. Damn. Well, so far the voters are leaning on no. That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> has democracy gotten us anywhere, Nick? If we're being honest, <laughs> can't let one of the people ever <laughs> make the correct choice. You're gonna kill the bit on an Adam win. Uh, that can't be right. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm taking it with me? Yeah. <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> you cannot take the Drew Carey belt with you. I think eventually I'd like to dig into some of the stats on these yeah. uh, on these Drew Carey games. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I would definitely love to... I'd love to see if we add up all of the dollars that we've guessed versus all of the dollars. See who is actually the closest. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. These fucking stats... <laughs> Dude, I want to. I want to. Hopefully, in time for uh, let's let's aim for the Wataddies. We'll if we kill this bit by the end of the year. We'll okay. Uh, Who's doing that? Pull some job? stats. Anyone? Not me. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. All right. I'll do it. But I'm getting paid overtime. <laughs> I want a time and a half. <laughs> I, I'm down to at some point. I'm always excited for the prospect of doing a bracket of some kind. Although I can't think of what that bracket. I think one. Oh, well, you yeah, you just don't the, want to do any of the work, Adam. Well, I. Yeah, you want to. You just don't want to do any of the work. Action. Yeah, brackets a lot of work. I know, but you've gotten a little. En- you got bracket envy. I wanted to do like movie poster bracket or something like that. Ooh. We were gonna do movie slogan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that was a great right. idea. You know, aren't there only like four types of movie posters? There's like, you know, <laughs> I found Th- a, there really are. Okay, so I found a letterboxed list. Of every movie poster that's ever been made, every single one, and they were organized by aesthetic decisions, and it and they kind of range on like a color wheel at the same time. So it goes from white all the way to black. Oh, and it ends with gravity because it's just a figure floating in space. Right. Uh, and holy shit, it's the most psychotic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Like. The internet just allows people to do that as it's like oh. someone decides that's my life's work. I'm going to organize all the movie posters ever made. I, I don't want to meet this person. <laughs> See, I saw somebody posted on Twitter. They did a thread. They said there's only 10 types of movies. Orange and blue action. The movie poster is just orange and blue. Right. Action stuff going on. You got like the Born Identity, Fantastic yeah. Four, Sexy Legs, where you're seeing through their legs. The Graduate, right. Yeah. Right. There's a billion of them. Yeah. Blurry cop. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some examples. Oh, that's good shit. <laughs> Taken. Totally. Mm. Body of Lies. Uh-huh. The Firm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Firewall. Sometimes Echelon it's like a conspiracy. guy just running from an, <laughs> a nondescript thing. <laughs> oh, Born Ultimatum. Totally. <laughs> yep. You have Leaning Couple. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. the proposal. Yeah. Leaning yeah. on each other. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, black back, where you're seeing the character's back and it's black. Totally, mm. there's a billion of those. How about what, what's the the one that's become very popular now? Midwestern white guy with a baseball cap on. <laughs> it's just it's just a Tinder profile photo. Yeah, there's, there's been like ten of those lately. 
You're talking about like uh, the the what the, what the fuck is that Matt Damon movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Stillwater. Stillwater uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake did one that was like that. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, I think there was a Mark Wahlberg movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeesh. Oh, I love this one. I. It's just a close up on an eyeball. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be a <laughs> ten million of those. Oh my god. How about what's like the 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 one like the Marvel one where it's like twenty thousand characters on one poster. The ensemble yeah. poster, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of those. Every movie's like that now. <laughs> Every big movie. <laughs> Ubiquitous red comedy font. <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking it's the like comedy movie with the big red text. <laughs> like the so Annie movie. Oh god, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ubiquitous. They call it Ubiquitous. I love it. Oh god. What's the best? Oh my god! There's there's a photo. Someone, I know it Adam, is. you'll love this. Someone took a photo in a Walmart of two Blu-rays next to each other of Alien and Lincoln, and it's the same pose. <laughs> oh, the new, okay, okay. I know exactly what you. Okay, yep, 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 yep. yep exactly, <laughs> yep. exactly, exactly. You can't tell them apart. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, I've seen this before. Yeah, they changed the Alien poster. Oh, I swear terrible. to God, all of these these guys making these movie posters and shit they're just using canva designs they're just just using templates yeah what's the best of all time jaws best movie poster yep okay jaws i remember when they used to like draw the posters you know what i mean those are great but tell me i'm wrong i'm looking at jaws right now come on guys i don't i that's it which one though the one with the sharks under the water and she's swimming right the Jaws 4 poster specifically. No. Uh, well, no, there's another. Po- they have multiple posters, and this one has like a woman in the shark's mouth. No, 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 no. It's the one with the red text above her. With yeah. The, so it's a white background, blue water, red text shark. Yeah. yeah. Underneath her. Yeah. Uh, that's a good. That's good. Yeah, that's my pick. Jaws. Alien's a great well, one, but not quite. One of my favorites, but not quite there. Halloween's a nice one. Uh, the Thing. I love The Thing's poster. Um, by the way, the Hall- Halloween poster is tremendous. Yes, that one's really good. Yeah, that one's up there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of carpenters. But also, posters. that's not like an image that's in the movie. No, no, exactly. Yeah, which I kind of like. I like when that happens. Yeah, me too. Oh, Same with the, the Shining. Is like that. The Shining yeah. has that face. That face never shows up. Silence of the Lambs, great poster. That's a great yes. one. Yes, yeah, one of the best. Great poster. Great poster. Uh, I'm trying to think of like some obscure ones. That I that, that are really good. An obscure movie poster that's very. Good. I'm cheating, of course, and looking at Google. Like, is there like a comedy with like a great? Um, like I love like the National Lampoon's Vacation poster. Oh, I like I, Chevy Chase with the you know like in, in like this Adonis Greek god pose, like he's like oh, Conan that's the a, barbarian. And in 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 that respect, I also like uh, Animal House's poster. Yes, with all the drawings of the people going crazy. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Pulp Fictions is, you know, everyone knows Pulp Fictions, but it's kind of easy. Um, the Star Wars, the original Star Wars poster is great. Fargo's got a great poster. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I'm just trying to pick like one that's not just the main character looking directly into the camera smiling at you. Yeah. You know, which is what I think all posters have sort of become. <laughs> Ooh. Listen, you want to do a bracket, get it going, my friend. Oh, I get got it, it. popping. Let's go. Get, get I guess it. a Ghostbusters for a comedy. Like, the logo was pretty iconic, but it's not really... Yeah. 
No, I still got Jaws. Jaws is my actually. Yeah, the Ghostbusters poster is pretty good. Yeah, it's you're, not bad. You're talking about the one without the main cast on the bottom. The one that just has the Ghostbusters logo. Right. It's just black with that. Yeah. It just says it. who you're gonna call. Ooh, it's not bad. The Exorcist. Great poster. Yeah. That's God, a, that's a great. Poster. That's a good one. Oh, Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, everyone, yeah. <laughs> Come on, that's Home Alone with just Macaulay Culkin that's ah, a good doing yeah, the yeah. scream face. That's, that's classic, pretty, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty with the the burglars in the in the window, yeah. is that what that is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I play a daily game as one of my you know daily routines. I have like fifty Wordle games oh, going no. at once. Uh, I play one <laughs> called Posterdol. Oh come on, Posterdol. Uh, have you ever played it? No. I wonder how I would do. Uh, so you go go look it up. It's uh posterdol and what they do is they show you a pixelated movie poster and they slowly unblur it and you stop the clock whenever you're confident that you know what the poster is and you guess it and i have found that i am very 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 good at this game okay very good i can uh, tell you that i'm very bad at it as i am currently playing yes. yeah i'm at is today's uh, is not really a good indication of what the game normally is, is. this it uh it doesn't look like the right page okay Okay, I stopped it at the point that I could read the text. Okay, oh. well, that's... <laughs> uh, I can't find it. Where is it? Post-Turtle. Uh, likewise TV. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we're just yeah, turning into the abyss on today's podcast, aren't we? Huh? Okay, play today. This is a top-tier show. <laughs> All right. All-timer, right? This All is right, like top 10. <laughs> Can't quite. Tell I feel yet. no better, by the way, at the end of the show than I did when we started. All right. Well, this is, this is yeah. That's not. All right. I got it. All right, Adam, put together a bracket. Yeah. Do you oh. want, now, would you rather do posters or would you rather do taglines? Because I think taglines would work better for podcasting because it's not visual. You know. Huh. Yeah, maybe. It'll also be funnier, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a good point. Okay. Maybe we can let the listeners at home on the Discord play in an extended bracket yeah. for the posters okay. while we do the while we do the taglines one. Wow. Oh, it's or like, something like that. It's like uh it's like when like during March Madness Division Two plays like in their own bracket. They're televised like on the it, minor It's network. kinda like how fantasy football works. Yeah. Right? We'll be the big leagues and the listeners will play the fantasy fantasy bracket you know okay yeah i like that <laughs> yeah i think you all can just pick which one you think we're gonna choose and then uh all right, yeah that works right. too okay i'll put uh let, let's let's put that together let's get a google doc going boys oh boy okay and let's uh let's figure out what 64 taglines of all of the planning google docs we've ever done yeah for our podcast i think adam has written the least characters no question that's not necessarily true. Not even fucking close. I've, I've written some stuff. Not even close. I've written some. You guys ever like been part of a group and like you know, most everybody like does their part. Science and there's class. that guy. Yeah. Remember science there's that, there's that There's that guy who just like doesn't help pick up the chairs at the I end, know you know? Yeah. The fucking cool kid that's like. He comes in late with a hamburger from Five Guys. Right. The high school quarterback is like. I don't know, know who this person is. <laughs> you talking about Zach or something? Is that, is that oh, Zach actually <laughs> similar vibes. Not going to lie. <laughs> similar fucking vibes, dude. <laughs> where has zach been huh where is zach right now where is he do you have he's a still, google account he's Are still you, like, writing you access the, to these he's still filling out the first google doc he's just been <laughs> writing this whole time 
we are so unprofessional. It's crazy. Dude. <laughs> We've been doing this show for seven years. <laughs> oh man. Okay. The wildest part about it all is the amount of talent that I know we all have to make something incredibly professional. Um. Well, yeah. Talent kind of being a fluid term. Um, <laughs> I, I think commitment is really the key here. Commitment is the problem. That's the thing that we're lacking, right? Commitment. Right. Yeah. Right. But at least it's not cocaine that's causing at the problems. At least it's not, not cocaine. It might be cocaine. All right. Adam, <laughs> start the fucking Google Doc. Um <laughs> And uh, we'll see. We'll do that bit in about two years. Uh, in the meantime, cocaine, hell of a drug. Uh, that's what we've learned today. Yes. And anything else, gentlemen, on this uh, spooktacular Please, day? no. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, you and you and me, we've been so very, very naughty. Naughty. naughty.